A warm welcome into this space. As a busy Christian woman wanting to serve in your profession, vocation, family, a church, in your community, have you ever felt the pull to have in the transition times all the messages, emails checked off, all the text, and to feel caught up? And you find yourself being on the phone in between transitions, check for the news, and not actually leaving any time for yourself and feeling sometimes on a hamster wheel. This is very common, a very common problem for all of us, but especially for Christian women that are dedicated to serve in their profession, their vocation, their families, and they want to make sure you take care of everything, everyone around you. Here's a second question. Do you ever try to pray or stay in silence to only find your mind going all over the place and really start planning, either planning your day tomorrow or rehearsing what happened in the yesterday or today or a week or a year ago or worrying about your dear ones? What do those two scenarios have in common? I will address this today. Because feeling pulled in many directions, feeling bombarded by many demands to the point that you might even think of, oh, I don't want to see another human on this earth, please. Or feeling like you want to pull back or you're so tired or lack of interest, they feel exhausted. This happens often. I want to bring that and put it on the table that if you feel like you're the only one It's very common. I hear about the Christian women that I talk with all the time. And what this leaves us many times is, oh, this is just me. We start doubting ourselves. We start worrying. Maybe my faith is not strong enough. Do you resonate with this? Just type in the chat to share. Because this is important. If we leave it hidden, it can actually weaken our self-esteem and just our presence in the world to the point that it becomes difficult for us to really let our light shine in the world fully in all sorts of situations. We tend, therefore, to restrict our world to kind of try to cope with this. And especially this is a problem. If you as a Christian woman are going through a turbulent season in your life and where you're shifting perspective, your life is not like you used to experience it in the past anymore. And the paradox is this, that actually there's nothing more that you want than to serve God with all your heart, with all your mind and all your soul and serve others like yourself. So it's getting paradox. You pull towards serving more. And in the same time, there's this level of dissatisfaction and always feel like on a hamster wheel. And as a follow-up from last week episode, when I talk about Martha and Mary, In today's mini training, I will reveal one extra layer to this that can help us actually when we want to switch from being Martha to staying in a contemplation that actually it's a God-given function, psychological function that we can train. It has a strong pull, but we can also train it gently so then we can feel more empowered from inside out. And it has to do with what Christian contemplative tradition calls watchfulness. You might have heard of this term, watchfulness. So this has been a longing and a desire for centuries since the time of Christ. And many monastics use different contemplative practices, different ways of praying to train our focus 
so that we can constantly be glued into God. So this is what I'm going to address today in our mini training and how to train your focus towards watchfulness in God. And today's world is using a different term. So I don't want you to be deceived by it. The term they use is mindfulness. You probably heard of it. It's not necessarily linked to a spiritual tradition, which at some level it is. This is what it came from, another spiritual tradition that it's not Christian. And nowadays also science and psychology are using this term mindfulness to this idea of being mindful of what are we thinking, our emotions, our external reality, so that we have more and more choices. So this is what this mini training is about, how to train our ability to be aware in the present moment, which is focus. Or another term that I really love is local awareness. And I'll explain a little bit more as we go in. And if you are regular in this space, I want to welcome you back, dear one. And I want to love to hear from you. What are you doing? And if you have any questions, type in the chat if you're here. And also, if you're new, I'm Dr. Ioana Popa from Team for the Soul. I'm a co-founder with my husband, Sebastian. And we particularly love to support Christians. And I... Ioana, I'm really particularly touched and inspired to serve amazing Christian women who want to serve in the world or servant leaders. And I want to help you to regenerate, to experience God daily, to help move through past losses towards hope and release and transform towards your highest potential so that we can all together like the myrrh-bearing women collectively move towards higher consciousness in Christ. So if you know any other Christian women, direct them to this YouTube channel. And I cannot wait to dive in in today. So let's just start. All right. So back in 2000, must have been 14, 15, when social media really took off. Remember those times? If you're in my generation, Facebook was prominent. We're all on Facebook and messages. And I noticed, this is very interesting, that every spare moment that I had, I was turning towards my phone to check emails, to check uh, messaging, Facebook, texts. All of this was done in a spirit of serving, right? My intention was I want to help. But what was happening is I became, it became a habit. I became glued to this and there was no spare moments in between. And by the end of the day, I was like, uh, where is the day? It just disappeared, right? I felt like I was not always living fully conscious of my day, of what I'm doing. So where did they go? If you experience this, type in the chat. In the same time, I was training professionally and training also myself in my spare time, how to train my awareness, how to become fully aware of my inner universe, of my emotions, of my thoughts, body sensations, of all my inner faculties that I so dearly used to teach my students into that. So I wanted to get to know that and get to know myself. And I realized at some point, like, oh, this was the hidden link what was pulling me back into busyness. What I shared last time in the Martha and Mary episode, what was pulling me back was actually a psychological functioning. It's called focus. I'm going to name here, put another name because it's more intuitive, local awareness. What do I mean by local awareness? We have the ability 
to shift where we're focusing on every moment. So for example, are you willing to do a little experiment here with me? All right, it won't take too long, 10 seconds, all right? So just follow my direction and just do it because you'll get my point. Okay, let's together touch our nose. All right, touch your ear, right ear. All right, feel into your left foot right now. Listen to the sound of my voice right now. All right, so this is local awareness. This is focus. It can jump really quickly from one object of contemplation, so to speak, to another object really fast. And it's very linked to our external environment. And it's a God-given function. And God gave it to us for a great purpose because it allows us to process information really fast and really discern and move forward into action. Otherwise, we will be paralyzed. We have tons and tons of information coming our way every moment, right? Look around, how many colors, how many patterns, how many things we are seeing, hearing, and we have to discern and get our focus. Now, this focus, local awareness though, it's really a very primitive function. We see that in animals and including in birds, and we can see it also in insects, right? They respond really quickly to a particular cue or a particular trigger. So this way that is we're responding, this function is attracted either to words, more either pleasure or some goodness in our life through dopamine, or away from danger, or a way for something that's unpleasant. So it's very primitive and it's linked and glued really fast. Now, by design, God created this in a beautiful, amazing way. Now, what happens because of the world we live in, it we're constantly pulled in many directions. Now, every century has its own challenges. So this is a non-new challenge in a certain sense. That's why all the way through our tradition and faith, Christian faith, we're talking about watchfulness. Our Christian predecessors knew this all along. So, But it's becoming compounded right now because we have so much information, so much connectivity online through our phones, through our messages, through our social media, Facebook, if you're on LinkedIn, whatever, Instagram, whatever you are. And on top of that, we have to navigate our physical environment as well. So it brings a double burden, so to speak. And it's very easy for this function now to be buried out of our consciousness. So the take-home message is this, that local awareness, it's very quickly to be conditioned, pulled into small or big addictions, so to speak, because of the dopamine and moving towards something that's pleasurable or away from something that is dangerous. And you and I can really help it to be restored to God's given functions, which is actually to serve us. So our focus or local awareness should not be our boss dictating where our attention goes. We need to be our boss. We need to be empowered. God cannot really work through us unless we allow God to work through us. So this training of our local awareness and focus is crucial. And that's why I created a course specifically in my both my programs, Heart in Christ and Growing in Christ, because it's such a fundamental piece to our work together. And I didn't want you to miss it. So that's why I'm sharing it here and I'm giving you all the steps so you know what to practice and what to do. So you might be wondering, well, how do I do this training? How do I focus? And is that really that essential? Can I just go by my day? Listen, no one wants to learn new habits. All dogs have a hard time to learn 
new tricks. I'm an old dog. It's hard to learn new tricks. And even if you're younger, it's still hard to learn new tricks. Unless you're two or four right now, we all have difficulties, right, to learn something new. But it is essential. And I will tell you, one of the clients that works with me in the Heart in Christ program just shared last week that how our work together helped her be more free, confident, self-aware, and empowered. The self-awareness that helped her to develop new skills and also discover the beauty of our faith, which is not just external, but also internal. And this shift in the focus and a sense of empowerment that you and I can choose, it really helped her. It helped her to improve her relationship with her family, close friends. And it also helped her in her work, in her profession, becoming more open in ways that her true skills and light are shining through. So it is essential that we train our focus on a daily basis to unglue from the past conditionings so that we can come back to ourselves and especially to God. God who is the lover of our soul and is patiently waiting for us to come back, to come back all the time, come back with our awareness. And it's a very gentle training. It's not like we have to lift 200 pounds. It's really just in the moment, coming back to ourselves, like I shared before in the previous episode, but today you'll get actually the more steps, what to follow. All right. So here are the steps. Make sure you have a paper and pen so you can write down. One, train your awareness at least once a day, maybe twice, but start with once a day, very small amounts, three to five minutes and put a timer. This is really essential that you sit down in a comfortable position and you put a timer. Otherwise, our brain is going to go all over the places. Number two, Become aware for a few seconds that you do have a local awareness, right? What we did at the beginning of this mini training, just touch your nose, your ear, feel into your body, pick a few parts of your body and just notice how quickly the focus jumps from one place to another. How God, thank you, God, he really gives this amazing tool, amazing function internally so we can become now aware and become empowered so we can use it. All right. Step number three, choose a point of reference. Okay. In this three to five minutes, it could be, let's say the tip of your nose, or it could be your breath. Usually that's very calming. If we breathe a bit slower and we focus on our breath, we have to have a point of reference here. It could be the Jesus prayer. Now, mind you, the point of reference is not the destination. Destination is God, right? But we're talking about training our focus. It's much easier to focus on something concrete. And our church tradition and Christian tradition, our predecessors knew that. That's why the Jesus prayer is so helpful. Or use a word. Or in Lexio Divina, you know, there was a particular word that was read in all that passage that drew the attention. Then you focused on that, or you can focus on love or gratitude, something concrete. Because if it's not concrete, our brain is going to wonder. So we do need something concrete. Eventually, it's going to be the awareness of God. But we have to start the first steps. 
Okay. Otherwise, we kind of set ourselves for failure. I don't want you to do that. I want you to be successful. So choose particular words, something concrete. And then the step four, start focusing on that. So let's say right now I'm doing it. I'm focusing on my breath, let's say, or a word or Jesus prayer. I'm going to notice distractions. So you will notice them too. Just come back to your point of reference. This is very natural. So don't start beating on yourself. Don't feel shame and guilty. Oh, I can never focus. No one can unless we train. It's like almost saying, oh, I cannot play Beethoven Symphony Number no. 3. I cannot. Of course we cannot unless we train, right? So we've got to train. So it's a function. It's buried there. It's not usually talked about, but we can train it. So you will notice distractions, thoughts, emotions, sounds. Just keep coming back. No judgment, no shame coming back. And then number five, I'm going to say number four again, which is number five. You will notice distractions. No judgment, please. Just come back whenever you discover the distraction because the repetition is what is needed to come back to your focus. All right. That is the practice. Come back, the repetition, come back to your point of reference. All right. This is the practice. Do it every day, three to five minutes. Don't overdo it. Don't get overly excited after a week. Oh, I've done it for five minutes. Let me try now seven. Let me try 10, 15. Resist that temptation. In habit formation, this is a temptation. You want to stick with something small for about three to four weeks to really solidify the ritual or your habit. Otherwise, it's just going to dissipate really quickly. It's going to become big and then you're not going to have time. And then you'll say, I'll do it tomorrow. Perfectionism come in. So don't do that. Three to five minutes. Try for a month. You will notice subtle changes and a more awareness through the day and a ability to come back to God and ability to have more choices. All right. And if you want, I do have a contemplative practice that I recorded, a fairly short one. I give that into my paid programs, but just email me if you listen to this and you're like really interested and you're like, I want to do this. Just send me an email, connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at teamforthesoul.com. One word, teamforthesoul.com. Connect at teamforthesoul.com. Just email me and I'll send this contemplative practice for use especially. So with that, I want to thank you for everything you do in the world. And I'm going to end with a prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for centuries of Christian faith and Christians that dedicated their life for you. And then here we are in our era that you bring everything together through the process of amplification. You allow us to come from all the threads all the way from Jesus Christ into today and really understand the wonderful ways that you created us and integrating science and psychology in our Christian faith in such a way that we can become closer to you because there's nothing more than to be with you And we know that it is you that truly are the lover of our soul. And you want us to be connected with you on a daily basis. So I thank you for everything you're doing, God. And with that, 
I'm going to send you many blessings and I'm so excited and honored that you are at the end of this mini training and I wish all the best to you and your family and your community and spread the word so more myrrh-bearing women will benefit so we can really truly grow in our consciousness and prayer and love for God because the world needs us. Really, the world needs dedicated Christian women that are feeling empowered and bold that we can talk about ourselves and our faith in ways that actually can resonate to people and not just feel like a barrier here. I'm in my bubble and just talk about it, but we can converse intelligently with all the people that God created. So with that, thank you so much for all you do. And until next time, I say goodbye for now.